0: This episode of Aether Stream is brought to you by Aetherflow Media. We would not be able to create content like this without the support of our amazing patrons.
1: Welcome to Aether Stream. Today's episode, you got me in charge of the the opening. This is the first time, so. Definitely learning new things here. And with joining us today, we have Dylan Thorne, we got Enki, and we got Ari from uh, a previous episode. The guest starting for our special Little Ladies Day episode. So excited about that. And so, how's everyone doing, first of all? Just any updates, anything you want to say to the listeners?
2: I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) <laughs> oh that is
3: such a that's, that, that's a way better response than i'm gonna have like just I mean, <laughs> still, still and go, go first i need to go last because mine is just a string of one letter no, no.
0: anyways <clears throat>
3: um
0: i'm doing pretty good i am desperately trying to rush the new uh, ishgard restoration stuff and i can't believe it but um. like I play on Balmung and they're already a quarter way there.
1: That's fast Well, we're world
0: first last time. Why are I you know, but he, but yes,
1: he so said people. it was
2: going to take longer. And I'm like, oh, I'll be able to catch up over the weekend. He and underestimated friend- the power of Balmong, and so have you.
1: Yeah, like yeah. Just, a, just an actual, just the, the capacity of a single server. <laughs> like it's what where all able the to RPers
2: use. live when they yeah. aren't hoarding houses on our servers. <laughs> I, mean... Well,
0: I mean believe me most
3: of us can't go to other servers and hoard houses either like that's yeah Lose. that is a discussion for another topic we're not going to get onto that it's yeah, bad. no i yeah. sorry
2: my my fc um i will say i'm very tired my fc spent about three days this last weekend i just formed a new fc with my D group um and mm-hmm. we oh, got four houses stolen out from under us before we finally got one and then Reload into a different one like two hours later. But the housing issue came up many times during our great frustration that was camping multiple timered plots on Hyperion. So that was fun.
0: Okay. Oh boy.
2: Bet. Yeah. A- yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we have a cute place in Mist now. So, like, totally worth
1: it. Hey, Mist is a nice location. Yeah, it's I really super like
2: location. nice. We were imagining it would take a while. But I was like at the new house reading, like doing something, and I was in limbs. I was like, oh, I'll just peek at mist, see if there are any plots. Oh, look, there's one. Oh, it's not in a bad spot. Hey, FC weed, can I steal some more go- gill from the chest and reload?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sweet.
2: <Wait>, bye. <laughs> so. Now, did you get like beachfront? Mm. Ooh. Not super beachfront. I can put a, I'll put a picture because I took pictures, obviously. It's not super beachfront, but it's pretty close. Um, it's like a short walk down to the pe- down to the beach, so it's pretty nice That's like, really
1: nice, yeah. Two, two see, rows well, down so see, the, see those pink sunrises. I guess yeah, some really nice really sunrise mist.
0: Right. And you're planning ahead for when Leviathan inevitably raises the water level and then makes your <laughs> face a peak front <different> property.
1: <laughs> The exactly. But, no, we're higher up where they have the uh
2: <laughs> little uh waterways. So oh God, it'll just Leviathan. flow underneath us. We're in a perfect spot. Everyone else yeah, is yeah. screwed though. We'll,
1: we'll just watch the destruction from a distance, you know, sipping exactly. the fish. We got the little coconuts, you know, we're just in there. <laughs> I sitting wouldn't be surprised,
2: Enki. From... I would not be surprised. Leviathan <laughs> <laughs> and ifri Yep,
3: they're in league. Leviathan nice. is responsible for climate change. Make it trend on Twitter, like hashtag.
2: Oof. I could see Garuda like sticking her fingers into that pie to help stir the pot just a little bit, but she's not like the crazy. main force.
1: El Nino. Yeah. El Nino is El Nino oh, right. That's yeah.
2: the other pattern. Ooh, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like the master. <laughs> isn't E6 isn't the new isn't E6 just El Nino? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of like isn't that. that?
3: spoilers we've uncovered the conspiracy theory about climate change in 14 guys you heard it here first
1: yes time it <laughs> <laughs> get, get the timestamp stamp on that we got this <laughs> all righty well it's good to hear from everyone well enki did you you wanted to say something
3: um, I'm uh, moving house, um, so you know the uh, the favoured box puzzle in every JRPG, that is my life right now, that is all I need to say. Everybody uh, F's in the chat for me because I am internally screaming every day of my life right now. <laughs> Lots of A. <laughs>
2: Ah, that's yeah, I, why you were saying it's a string of one letter. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I
1: get it. I get it. That's so some funny. of the box
2: puzzles in near because we're going to be talking
3: about like near in a later podcast. But th- those box puzzles screwed me up, Matt. Ooh, spoilers! Really.
2: Spoilers.
3: <laughs> Everybody knows about that already.
1: 100%. Oh, oh, you're yeah, at that part. Nice. Okay. I actually uh, bought near automata for uh, my girlfriend the other week, and she has not been able to put it down. So that's funny.
2: Someone uh, bought it for me forever ago and I have never played it. Binge It's in.
1: really good. Please. I still
2: have it. I don't have yeah. the time. I'm too busy. Nah,
1: understandable. It, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, takes- I
2: know it does. Like, I've because it's like a literal alphabet of endings from what I understand. So I'm just here like, I'm too busy trying to mm-hmm. play 14 to put di- put this down to play Yokotaro to understand Yokotaro in 14. I
3: know, <laughs> that that really a sorry, please yeah. play this game so you understand my pain. please cry with <laughs> I me. I really
2: should because the person who got it for me got like the maximum $100 edition. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> yeah and it's just yeah. sitting in my steam <laughs> library and i feel so bad i let other people play it who have my steam library so i'm like that's yeah. that makes it worth it right maybe i'll start streaming it Sharing so that i have process, an excuse yeah. i'll be like well, all, right, all right two hours a day to cap an ff and then and then seven I'll hours you, of in near
1: i'll tell you near the first five endings are the most important the rest are kind of joke endings so you don't have to worry about trying to get them all if, if you some do of them first are very thing, stupid you do the verse, like, four, really. That tells you the whole story that you need to know. And then the rest is just kind of fun fun stuff to do. Get some extra content on the side, but definitely not important to the main story. So, oh, okay. Good to know. I that appreciate way. that, because
2: yeah. I was laboring under... As an Otome no, 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 game uh, aficionado, was like, I was laboring under the impression I needed every 0. 0. No, no yeah. same I felt and it's the not.
1: same way. I felt the same way. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. And then I looked it up, and it was like, oh, there's only a few main ones? Sweet. That makes it way easier, so...
3: Alright,
1: so what are we company. doing today? Yeah. So Bro, today, today we decided we talked about it a little bit and I thought it would be a really awesome opportunity to talk about Little Ladies' Day, since that just uh passed. Started on the second of March this year, and it actually has a lot of context, a lot of information. So I think it's gonna be really cool to talk about it while we have the chance. We're going to get started by talking about the historical aspects of Little Lady's Day. So, who here has ever heard of Hinamatsuri?
3: Me. Through anime, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and to be fair, that's the easiest way for most of us, you know, in the Western world to come across the term. I right. I, 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 myself, I, I had to look it up, so.
0: I was going to say, I know nothing about it, so tell me more, Mogster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Hinamatsuri... It actually <laughs> is one of the, so, okay, first of all, first of all, what I need to say is if I pronounce any of this wrong, I apologize. I am not oh, I'm familiar. With I am familiar
2: from the stream, Croa. I remember teaching you how to pronounce words. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
1: that was you. Okay, so, so yeah. <laughs> it's
2: himamatsuri. You don't, like, you don't have to, s- you don't separate the T and the S sound as much. It's just, like, you roll it into one.
1: So, Hinamatsuri, like like
2: that. Yeah, he yeah, like matsuri, yeah.
1: Matsuri, oh like <laughs> that's one. that's fun. That's fun. I like I like different ways of sound. I'm a I'm a linguist And now you know
2: so. how to say Akimatsuri and all the other seasonal festivals right. that they hold yes, in Japan.
1: right there. So that point right there, just right. What you said, the seasonal festivals. I actually learned something really cool about that. Apparently, they all take place on auspicious days on the calendar. So there's a day for the first of the first month. There's a day for the third of the third month. There's a day for the fifth of the fifth month, and then it kind of goes on like that. There's like one mm-hmm. day, and uh, I'm I'm gonna say it wrong. Uh, hinamatsuri. No, <laughs>
2: <You> t- <laughs> sorry, me, you it's so okay. Conscious. We'll
3: edit. We'll edit you in post. It's okay. Bro. <laughs> just we'll just, we'll just take just, the one that we and paste it over.
2: Hinamatsuri. <laughs>
1: Yeah, bad oh edits my of God. my of my of the phrasing. I'm just like like t- like ro- no, the Google Translate sound. Yeah, that's just what over, I was over, say. Is it just- every
2: time you say it, we just paste in the Google Translate reading Hinamatsuri?
1: <laughs> Please, oh I, I'll goodness. accept it. I'll take it. I'm just because I'm. Poor. I don't edit.
2: I'm not in charge. I have no say. But <laughs>
1: that's uh, that's for a future opportunity. <laughs> but yeah, that's a. Uh, I thought that was really cool that there's special auspicious holidays mm-hmm. and. You know, this one particularly is also known as Girls' Day. It celebrates that element of uh, giving opportunity to honor the women of Japanese culture. And they do. I said the earliest record comes from 1625. Was when they the first earliest recorded event of uh, this this festival, and it was the emperor's daughter who wanted to uh play with dolls and they gave her this really fancy uh setup for the dolls and that's where the doll uh aspect of the holiday comes from so you know if you've played it a few times in final fantasy that's usually one of the furnishing items is dolls or doll related items right and so that's where that comes from is that the core of the holiday is from this emperor's daughter who wanted to play with dolls and it's so cool because i mean we're talking about 300 years of history. Being borrowed and and worked on and used and put into Final Fantasy. So, what do you think about that? Like the addition of historical events into the game. Like, what do you? How do you feel about that?
2: I mean, I personally find it really really cool. I know there's a lot of mirrored culture in FF as is. Like, we already see a ton of that in authored and Hingashi and Yonsha right. mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of that already. So, I think it's really it's a really that created a bridge almost and gives us a really cool way to have the final fantasy equivalent of real life events like that.
1: Uh, yeah. Very good point. I know I recall a discussion I read at some point, someone it's it, it stinks because I can't remember the exact name, but there was an individual that was talking about how happy they were to see the step in uh, final fantasy 14 because it was, you know, they have a Mongolian background So it was just really Mm -hmm. nice to see all these Mongolian references, and they were like they were just. They said it was a home away from home, and I thought that was really important to think about, like the home away from home, because you know we all travel, we all go different places. Some of us get removed from our home plate, like our place that we were born at, and so seeing these things in the game, it's the home away from home. It's just a really nice thing that the dev team does for the various cultures that we're all part of. Um, Mm -hmm. I like it. I think it's really cool. It teaches me a lot. It right. makes me more open-minded, personally. I'm like, hey, I didn't know that. Oh, that's actually cool. I like that point of view, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, there <laughs> is really so much blending of just mythology and culture in Final Fantasy in general. I mean, especially 14. Well. Oh,
3: that was a blip. We'll remove this.
1: Yeah, I heard, yeah I heard a blip.
2: Yeah, Dylan was talking and then cut out. Okay, oh,
0: just... I was just saying that. Um, can you hear me now? By the way, yes,
2: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> a statement.
0: Um, I mean that's one thing that Final Fantasy does really well in general is just blending so many cultures, mythologies, you know, lore, folklore, into one game, and especially fourteen is really exceptional at doing that.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: So I on it. on
3: my end, like for me seeing this in a video game so this is you know i come from europe so we have a lot of ancient cultures steeped in a lot of history and that doesn't always make it into modern mediums Mm -hmm. and a lot of these old traditions or um folklore stories or you know just even design choices they are going to be lost to time eventually if we don't take care of them and video games is a modern medium that reaches so many people and seeing this even though it's not from my culture in a game and they're inputting like their ancient culture into it like it's amazing because they're keeping that tradition alive and educating people about it Mm. by putting it through a modern medium so it's you know i think it's great i think it's amazing i think they should do more i think more games should do this
2: that's a really interesting point that I never right. really thought of, like the really preservation like of culture point. through video games. Right, that's, oh, like, that's really cool because kind of also to touch on what Crow was saying is, in regards, like in that aspect that the person was talking about the step, like we, we a lot of us use video games for escape, but we also mm-hmm. crave elements that draw us into them and we keep us immersed and make us feel connected. Yeah, exactly. So ha- being able for like that person to have that representation. And by the way, I just like—I think this is the f- this is the first game where I've ever seen any sort of Mongolian representation that wasn't the Huns from Mulan. So yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's like yeah, culturally like accurate deeper, and yeah. everything.
2: So it must be really lovely for c- people to have that sort of connection, and they have mm-hmm. a game that will tell that story of them, their people, and give them that personal aspect to it. And I think that. Adding these little touches of these little festivals, whether it's Heaven's Turn or Little Ladies Day, or even Valentine Valentines. See, now I can't say it. I always I just read it as Valentine's, but I don't know if it's actually Valentines Day. Yeah. It is
3: Valentines, yeah.
2: I hate uh, that, no. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> <So does> everybody? <laughs> it? It's an unnecessary O, but okay. Yoshi P, go off. It hey, <laughs> comes from but Ishgard. You know what they're it's like. The
1: Ishgardian True. French pronunciation. You know they. <laughs>
2: Guardian. <laughs> Maybe like, that, like ish,
1: Guardian French.
2: or something like that. I don't know. I'll
1: drop all the T's and the O's and the N's and every other letter, you know.
2: Harshafont font yeah. instead of Harshafont. font. By yeah. the way, in case y'all didn't know, which I, I'll i be honest, I just.
1: Apparently it it's Zaymail uh, <laughs> Darkhold. Zaymail. Yeah, Zaymail. Zaymail. Yeah. And it's like, what? Why? <laughs> no one pronounces yeah, it like all that. All
2: of that to say, I think that the having that preservation of cultures so that people can continue to have personal connections to games and not and have that medium for those things that they hold dear to be remembered is really cool and i really like that you brought that up.
3: Yeah, completely agreed. Like i want to see because like i said we're going to lose this stuff like mm-hmm. in another couple mm-hmm. hundred years and nobody's going to remember but we can look back on this and this educates like a new generation, generation of kids that are playing it and they will see this and they'll be like oh that's cool. Like, where does that come from in some inquisitive cases? And then we're just spreading, we're disseminating information about other cultures. And it's good because cultural appreciation.
0: It's interesting. Like, actually, like, now that you mention it, I was thinking it's video games has become the new oral tradition. Mm-hmm. Instead yep. of, mm-hmm. you know, telling tales by the fire, we're now playing MMS.
1: Yeah. and <laughs> I mean, That's how share- we tell our stories. We share a massive amount of social connection and experience with everyone. Like, I mean, even in social media, outside the game and in the game, we're talking to each other. we got the FCs. Like now. we got those FC Knights, you know, all that kind of stuff. We talk about, we share these experiences. And I'm not going to, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that my FC members are a lot like, kind of like family to me because I've been with them for so long and I've done so much stuff with them. And I could tell them things that I trust them with. And it's like, you don't get that from all the time, and so being able to share your stories with people you consider family is really important. So,
0: they're your tribe.
1: Yep, they're your tribe. That's awesome. I love this. I love this kind of stuff. So good. Um, so, taking that into consideration, not only do they use a historical element to explain the presence of Little Ladies Day, they actually incorporate it into the the game's lore itself. So, the event, the historical implications of Little Ladies Day. Has a long history, and funnily enough, also is a three hundred year tradition. So I think that's really cool. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And so does anyone anyone want to try to summarize the legend of the lost lady?
3: Is that where they they she switches places with a Miller's daughter and yep. like dresses her up like her so she can go outside? It's it's a lot like what Nanamo does when Nanamo mm-hmm. becomes Lillera.
0: There's that same
3: tradition repeating itself. She's like, I don't want to be cooped up in this castle anymore. I want to go out. Of course, dad loses his mind, like the emperor, well, no, the sultan loses his mind. And he's all like, oh my God, find my daughter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously he's found the doppelganger and he's like, you're not my daughter. And she's like, ah, no, I'm not. And he finds his daughter outside, you know, the city. The is it the city walls or the castle walls? I think it's the castle the walls. City, and she uh, city
1: walls, yeah. Yeah, it's and
3: a, she explains well. everything to him. Like I don't want to be cooped up, I, and he's like, "I'm just trying to protect you." And she's like, "I know, but I still want to be able to see the world." And mm-hmm. in the meantime, like the Miller's daughter's been threatened, like with death or worse. I believe was the wording. I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. That's shady. And the emperor, no, the I need to get on top of that. The Sultan feels so bad about it. He says, "You know, I'm going to rebuild your house. Please don't be mad at me. Don't throw shade." Um, and I will be Seneschal <laughs> to your daughter. I will I will be at her beck and call for, like, I think it's a day or two, like, whichever, and he acts mm-hmm. as a Seneschal for her, and then it became... Everybody loved that he'd done that so much that he did it, I think, every year on Little Ladies' Day, he a, a girl mm-hmm. would be drawn by ballot, and he would attend her like a princess. Yep. That's so cute. It's, it
1: it's is! It's a fantastic story. I love... I love the Thorn Dynasty, um... So okay, so real quick, I'm going to have to put a little spice on the conversation because I do Ooh, have to yes. say Girl. I do have to say <laughs> Oh queen. <laughs> the Sorry. amount of times I've heard people say they hate Wool doll makes me sad. <laughs> because,
2: I agree. Because, okay. I think a lot of people who say they hate it are people who played who are remembering the days where okay, this is us we in previous episode I was on, I've explained. I've only been playing for about a year. So old Daw has always had Ethernet, but I guess it didn't used to. And a lot of oh. people are not a fan of the aesthetic okay. and are remembering old Daw. Yeah. And people would avoid okay. starting in Old Daw because they didn't want to have to do that. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not just that. Petty reason, but that is one of the number one right. reasons I've you- cited for why people I know who've been playing for a while don't like. Yeah, it.
0: having well, played one point that though, is a reasonable.
1: That's reasonable.
0: I I could still say, though, having played 1.0, the other cities were not much better. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, all I'd have to say to those people is, like, yeah, you think that was bad? Well, I had to run through a little place called the Shroud,
1: and I never oh, made it out. that Oh, that, that map <laughs> scares me to this day.
3: And a, a lot of people, let's not be forgetting that Uldar has a shady past, it is mm. currently shady. All that stuff with the um, the syndicate, little bit um,
1: under shady. the table,
3: not necessarily legit. Um, yep. So a lot a lot of people who are looking at the history are going to be saying, "Um, you guys are kind of skeevy." So, um, like we're going to either side with the pirates. Like I wouldn't honestly side with Gridania because they're kind of racist and xenophobic in a lot of cases. So they're not much better. But, the but pirates, has- yeah. Uldar has a very different Slant and it's stayed bad and it's Remained bad it has a beautiful History and culture but Mm -hmm. It has a very seedy Underbelly with a lot of very seedy things Going on which is why I think people dislike it A little more
2: I mean at least Limps is out and about out with their You know they're like They're like bruh we got Pirate (laughs) roots but it's chill
1: Yeah
2: (laughs) It's chill don't worry about it
3: And it's a so, it's a a meritocracy, I think. In uh, Limsa, is it a meritocracy where everybody? is uh, I mean, it's ship. ruled by an oh, no admiral. Wait. So yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to call
0: having they a wild and crazy boat race, which people kill each other, then sure, yeah, it's a meritocracy. Yeah, no, I know. I was <laughs>
1: like, I mean, we don't talk about the trident, but <laughs> they they do Happens have to fight each other case. to become leaders. And, and Yeah, that's
3: that's the thing about Aldar that I think people also hate. Also, the Aetherite thing. I I have no idea how I, bad yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't way know anything then. about
1: the Aetherite, but that's that's it, pretty. Good it wasn't
3: great. I
0: mean, imagine the frustration that you had with going to Sapphire Avenue and it not having an Aetherite. Imagine that everywhere. Right. Yeah, that's. Kind uh,
3: of, <laughs> no.
2: Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> I'm baby. I don't remember these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm baby. It me. Yeah.
1: Well, that's um. That's an interesting point. I actually didn't know that about Uldah. It makes a lot more sense. I, I for one, I just dive really deep into the history of the place and, you know, mention the Thorn Dynasty. This is also, fun fact, the same group of people who created the Copper Bell Dilemma. The Di- Thorn Dynasty were the ones uh-huh. who sealed the giants, the he- 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 Hekaton Chairs. Cheers? I'm not good at Greek. Um, I know it means hundred-handed nah. ones. But they, yeah... Seals them in their, their enchanted helms and makes them work for them through the mines. And then the, the helm enchantments kind of fade away. So yeah, they rebel. The, the, the great giant rebellion. And they hmm. drop the mines on top of the giants, hoping that that would solve everything. And 300 years later, you're just this lowly adventurer picking up jobs. And they're like, um the giants are back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're wow. like, wait, what?
2: 300-year-old problems.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, still you problem, for
2: us. old ah, not me. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you gotta love you love them for Little Ladies Day. He was a fantastic example there, but he also did the giant thing, so it's really interesting. That kind of counterbalances.
2: Yeah, everybody has good and bad.
1: Yeah, well, that's 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 I think He's it's no really lord funny.
2: fire lord Ozai. So I'll take it. I'll take the it. The funny thing is, so
0: Thorn, there's I say like Mad King Thorn from Alamigo, and it's kind of funny how they had similar mm. rules. like where there was some oh, good yeah. intentions, but. Things just went sideways.
1: Yeah, and like the Thorn Dynasty wasn't even the actual dynasty. It's the Ul Dynasty that founded Ul Da. And at some point in Ul history, they weren't considered uh, proper enough to run the throne. And so the Thorns stepped up as stewards of the throne and they abdicated once the Ul were able to get back into power. But like, oh, yeah, it's a whole... I mean, the Thorns weren't even actual... Sultana, Sultan and Sultan Sultan Bloodline. Yeah, they were they, custo- were, they, were they were custodians cust- yeah. of hmm So yeah, there's a time in Ul'dah where the the seat was held by a Highlander family, and it's really interesting that you know they they introduce those little tiny details. It takes a little bit of reading, but they drop it every once in a while in dungeons and stuff like that. Yeah, so I love think it. It's really cool. Good lord, Good lord. Uh, yeah, but they the whole Princess and the Pauper theme tale. You know, we've we've heard the story before. The Switcheroo and the you know, wanting to free themselves mm-hmm. from that 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 cloistered environment. You know, the stuffy environment. The classic tale. Jasmine. There's, there's. I think I can't. Don't quote me on this. I think Princess and the Popper is a Grimm's. Is that a Grimm's tale? Like same people, the same the two brothers. Uh, no. Which
0: wait, say it again? Princess. The, the Princess Popper. and the
1: Pauper is no, that a Grimm's tale? The I'm pretty okay. sure
0: that's Mark Twain.
1: The... Mm. Oh, oh, okay.
2: It... I think. Let me look that up.
1: Yeah, because that would be really interesting if it is.
2: To Google, my friends.
1: <laughs> Google food. I'm on it.
2: I do not want the Mickey Mouse movie. Thank you. Yes, it's Prince a novel by Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yep. <laughs> I that's,
1: win. That's, wow, that's awesome. First of all, knowing that is really cool. Second of all, didn't know that, so that's cool knowing it now. <laughs> today I'm you learned too much stuff Mark today. Twain. Yeah, wrote Princess and Popper. Wow, that's really cool. I know Mark Twain. That's not even his real name. I know he took that name as a writing name because it refers I, I've to, been the to his house. safer waters. It was pretty
2: cool. His house That's is awesome. up in Connecticut, and you can go tour it and Does see Does he have stuff. any of those
3: weird clay models in it? Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't think so, actually. It's, so- it's been many moons since I was there, so I do not recall.
0: Now that actually you mentioned that, one thing that I think is it's really interesting is how much, actually, this time around, the story tied in to the... I am not going to say the word, um, but the infirmary that is in Ulda.
1: Oh, oh yes. Okay. We're <laughs> definitely we going to talk, definitely gonna be able to talk but, about that. So. But the thing
0: is, is with the Prince and the Pauper, that was actually based in part on the son of Henry VIII, I think um uh, Edward, uh, no. the one who had hemophilia and actually right, was very yeah. really sickly and couldn't go out very much. And so the whole story of the Prince and the Pauper was, since they wouldn't let him out because he was so sickly, that's how he snuck out, was by like trading places with somebody. That's, he was a serving boy or that's something. That's
1: interesting. It all connects. It all connects. It's so cool. Awesome. But now that you bring that up, we can actually uh, move on to the point that we wanted to bring up in regards to that. The Frondale's Frontistory. Ugh, that word. Frontistory?
3: Frontistory. Front history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Front
1: history. Oh, my God. So, there's, yeah, there's oh, a no, second what's key. There's a second tease, so I don't want to miss it. But uh, yeah, front st- history, st-
2: yeah, you're right. Front,
1: front history, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, talking about that, so uh, that subject that inspired the Princess and the Popper, we actually get to go back to that. So, Little Ladies A 2020 quest name is uh, Pretty and Peaches, and so we get to help with uh, House Thorn once more. The <laughs> these names Aldi, Ald- is Alditha.
2: Aldeia, Aldithia? because yeah. there's a Y in it, isn't there?
1: Yeah, there's a Y. Aldi, yeah. I
2: thought it was like Aldita.
1: Nope.
3: Uh oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, Alditha. Yeah, done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, prizes <are> done. <laughs> that was yeah. That was the that was the timer. Oops. <laughs> but um, oh, so bad. yeah, I, the uh the Lady Thorn she returns from. The previous Little Ladies Day event, she was there last year, and uh, she helps you out this year.
3: She got better.
1: She's she's doing better. She says she's still like still has something she has to check in on, but she's not she's not as held down by her disease as she was before right. she met you. So I think that's cool. You're still inspiring people on the side, even you know, giving them that hope.
2: Oh, Good old- okay. So it's carrying. Okay, sorry, I didn't get as much time to research the previous events. I've only done this year's, and I was like. Uh, and uh, I just redid it a bit ago, right before this, to like mm-hmm. watch through it again. Is that why they refer to you like they already know you?
1: Yes. It was a previous quest. It was a previous quest.
2: You're here like, oh my goodness, they've been stopped. I'm like, me. I don't remember becoming a seneschal, but thank <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, got it. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, I so really that's, didn't sign that's up a for this. Really,
1: it's a really interesting thing. So I've actually, I actually had a chance to notice this because uh, I play a few alts. And every once in a while, I like to run the main and then the alts. You run if you run this event or you run any holiday events with a character. If you've done the last year's event with, they'll recognize you. They're like, "Hey, you were here last year," and they'll always say that. If you run with a new character that has never done the event before, you're intro- you you're reintroduced to all the characters as if this is the first time you met them. They're right. like, "Hey, this is my name. This is what I'm doing." So it's really neat that they put that extra extra added detail because it gives a chance for all the newer players this year to experience their first time, little ladies, and then kind of continue on from there. Whereas those that have played already as veterans, it's like a reunion. You're like, hey, how are you doing? We're you know we're having another event this year. If you want to help out, and it's just really cool. I, I like I like that they take the time to just add for that to,
3: little extra bit of effort,
1: little extra effort for double double text because I mean. You, you can say that is, in itself, it does take time to write that. So they take the time mm-hmm. to write two separate exactly. blocks of text for new player and for... Well, and for they,
2: there's got to be some crazy coding that goes into recognizing whether any every single character that interacts with the quest yeah, is, has done Has previously done it, or or previously yeah. Done it yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: They query the achievements, so you get like an achievement from... Right. Oh, yeah.
1: okay. Oh, gotcha. that, that makes a lot of sense. That's why yeah. we get those achievements every time we clear it. It
2: helps. Oh
1: yeah, it's Take not for us; it's for them. Yeah. Nice, nice. Hey, that whatever I'm okay, doing. Okay, now that I'm that, that lends some value
2: yeah. to my achievements because I'll be honest, like yeah, you can get the points, but I like really haven't cared, and now I'm like, oh, okay. Makes
1: we're actually sense. helping them with <laughs> the game. Yeah, we're helping them QE. the mm-hmm. the query. Yeah, that's cool. I like exactly. that. Exactly. But um, the story was really cute. Uh, I thought it was really nice. uh really nice to once again return to the Frondales front history. Um, well, the whole well. quest. The whole quest is finding uh, any little lady who has a frown on her face because this is the day that all should be feeling joy. And there just so happens to be a young Lollifil that's walking through the, the the streets and she's frowning. So everyone goes on a mad dash to find this Lollifil. We hunt her down. She, I mean, you straight up hunt her down. It's actually pretty funny how much effort you put into finding her. We do her, what
2: we it, best, Harass yeah, the
1: locals. You, <laughs> you harass the locals. to <laughs> find Where's the Lollifil? Oh uh, she goodness. went that way. Like, and i mean you have to so just to just for context what's really funny is that the game has to use assets to present all the material that's available but in in, an immersion sense Ulda would be 10 times busier than it is now the streets would be full of people like you wouldn't be you'd have to push through people because there'd be so many people you know like yeah i know the lag (laughs) alone would just be So you have to rely on just that sense of immersion to think about how busy Uldah would be at this time of year when everyone is coming to the city state for this event. <laughs> and you're just like, where's the lava belt?" And you're just like, <laughs> pushing through crowds of people. Like <laughs> she has a frown on her face. We're fixing that now.
3: <laughs> fixing it.
1: And uh, you find her and she, she gets scared. <laughs> Am I in trouble? Like what do
3: you want? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, you know, you're sure you're not here to... You know, she's not in trouble. You just want to help her out. We see that you're frowning. Can we do anything to make your day better? And it was just really sweet that you, you as a warrior lights, going out of the way to do this. And uh, her name is Momoru, and she explains that her and her friend, you know, well, they... You know, she's had a hard time in the, the front history because she's not allowed to play outside because they're sick children. And so she was really distraught about it until she met Lori. And her and Lori made a promise together that they would get better before the next Little Ladies' Day. However, right before this event happens, Lori gets even worse. And so she's not allowed to go outside, but Memorial is healthy enough to go. So Lori's like, don't stay on my account. Go and have fun. And Memori tries, but finds out she can't. She's outside trying to enjoy the festivities, and it just doesn't, like she wanted to be with Lori, and it's just sad, because you're like, ah, but <laughs> these poor little children, they're so innocent, and uh, so, uh, you know, you come together to kind of, like, discuss what you can do for this little girl, and uh, the Lady Thorn, and everyone starts to talk, and they're like, you know what, we can bring the event to them, you know, who says that we can't have Little Lay's Day in the front history, and so, you get to meet with uh, D'Amelio. Uh, another, uh, this is this would be another time if you've done the previous event that he was yeah, featuring. He's a
3: repeat character.
1: Yeah, it was Starlight Celebration 2016. Really quick while we have within the time block, D'Amelio is actually a really important character from 1.0. So it's actually really cool to see him again being used one more time because it brings back a lot of nostalgia for those that remember him when he was a child in 1.0. So I think that's pretty cool. They brought him back, and so he's helping you out with the event. You manage to convince the children to leave. Yeah, the, you heard the children. Yeah, you are like you. Like, all right, kiddies, let's go. You know, time for your evaluation, children. You. Yeah, don't look behind you as we do sneaky stuff. You know, trying to make the thing look the place look great before you come back. <laughs> and you just throw you get all those flowers up there. Uh, Lady Thorns getting gifts. Uh, and you, uh, you actually go with Momoru to talk to Lori's hero in Uldah, and that just happens to be Redolent Rose from the mm. Weavers Guild. And he, I mean, he
0: the shadiest,
1: yeah, <laughs> or, or as we know him, Masked Rose. But he likes right. him, but not. Um, <laughs> so Mamoru's scared to talk to him. You convince her. You give her a little, you know, encouragement. She a little talks nudge. to him, and goes hey can can you come and visit us and he i mean the the speed at which he accepted that request was just so precious he's like say no more i'll be there like you just imagine like an, an all might experience you know daisho because he has i am here it's just it was just nice it was just such a nice feeling to see and then you all get together and uh they're surprised they're like look at all the decorations and and they explain the story of Little Lady's Day. Um, uh, Alditha gives out the peach blossom. And so one really neat thing they started to do since the last event is that they incorporate a new flower, and each flower has a special significance to the Little Lady's Day lore. And they explain it as you do the quest. So Lady Thorne is really good at that. She explains every time why this new flower is being introduced. And so she explains that peach blossoms, or a crown of them, is actually... Uh, beneficial to those that are sick and they actually are reported legend wise to actually have brought one of the original little ladies that the sultan served back in the day to full health so it's like a charm it's like a good luck charm that she gives out to everyone then she gives damalio the the monocle which was really sweet because uh i that's a bunch of that's another that's another case in a basket with of content just talking about Dem- Demelio's influence and everything about him because uh when I saw him get that monocle I, was, I was tearing up I was tearing up I'm not gonna lie there's a lot there's a lot to that that's really cool and um yeah uh additional details that you got the opportunity to do uh the character from the Starlight event the the focused child on the Starlight event returns and he actually serves as a Seneschal. He's like Oh, he did such a cool thing for us. I'm going to help out too. And then he asks you to read over those letters. And when you read the letters, you get to invite your friends that you've met that meet those descriptions in the letters. And then they talk to the children. And so they, everyone's just being inspired by their heroes, local heroes They're from the town. They're all
3: really cool. Like go
1: through all uh, like, and don't don't yeah, just like please go, the birth, through like, go through, please go through all, all of them. Please go through all of them. I think there are so se- yeah, there's seven characters you can invite. Um, I just really like that they brought in the, the first sword of the gladiators guild. She's just like strikes true, like and just gets all of them all fired up. Like she's like inspiring the children. Ah, it's good stuff. The the dragon that comes to visit, it's really really good, really highly highly recommended. So Definitely.
3: also also you get a buttload of fireworks.
1: So oh if yeah. you're
3: if you're low on those, just just get a bunch.
1: Okay, we're going to make sure those beeps get taken out. I'm trying to pause it before it beeps, and then it pauses it beeps anyway. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> All right. So, um, for our next segment, we just wanted to go over previous lady, Little Ladies' Days, um, talk about it's
3: story time with Grandpa Corolla.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just go over the small small little details about each event and what we were able to do. And at the end of the, the episode, what we will want to try to do is kind of see what our favorite was, you know, talk about the pros and cons and the coolness of all the events and see which one we like the most, the rewards, you know, that kind of stuff. So um let's see if I can go through these, like, not too long. I don't want to take too long on these because there, there are actually, this event has been going on since 1.0. So this is a very, very... uh uh
3: Storied event.
1: Storied event. It has a lot of history to it, so pretty cool stuff. So last year, this is when we first meet Lady Thorn, uh, Alditha. She escaped from her home because she's adamant on helping with the festivities this year. Uh, and you get to pass out flower crowns that she's personally made to the uh, the locals. And it was a really sweet moment to kind of give a chance for everyone to appreciate their princess in their life and so you actually really you you see not only do you get the crown a child but you see a husband crown a wife and and, then various characters are crowning their princess and it was just like like she even says she's like aren't i too old to be a little lady and it's like you you've always wanted to be a princess you know you've always had that dream when you were a child why give it up and he's like if if it, it he he gets on his knees and he like he's like if you would re- if you wish I wish to be your sen- seneschal for the day and I was like eh! like <laughs> it was so adorable it's so cute Aww. it was it was so this this and man gets on his knees to tell this woman that he wants to be your seneschal and I was just like yep this is it this is where I die like, I was like no matter
3: how old so you are cute. you are still a princess you're yeah. still a little lady.
1: And, uh, so, and thinking that's all, you know, that's the heart punch of the day. No, they continue to even give you a few others because you get to, she, she has to be rushed back home, but before she leaves, she gets to tell you why she chose daisies instead of peach blossom, which is actually the house, the house, uh, crest of, of the thorn dynasty is a peach blossom. So she's using daisies this time around. And they said that daisies were popular with the common folk back in the day because they grew everywhere. But because they were popular with the common folk, they actually were scorned by the nobles. And so right. one of the little ladies that was selected on that year by Sultan Baldrick received a bouquet of daisies and everyone freaked out because they're like, did this common person just hand this dirty flower to our sultan? You know, freaking out, you know, big, big class issue here. But he, he simply takes the bouquet and he smiles and then he makes two flower crowns out of it. And he crowns her and he crowns himself and he says, we're the same, you and I and it's just ah, awesome wholesome, <laughs> so cute it's so like so well written about this 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 sultan being a person despite being the the main leader of the town at the time and i just love it and so you basically the repeatable quest allowed you to give out flower crowns to npcs and you get to read about who they consider their princess in their life and it was just really sweet um uh, 2018 was the fun. Uh, Wotage. I think that's how you say it, right? Are you correct? Yeah. Okay. The, the emotes with the sticks waving the lights around. So that's an actual uh, very important tradition in, in Japan in regards to uh, uh, idol singers. So it tied mm-hmm. in really well with the songbirds. And yeah, you go around to uh, get everything prepped. I think the clothes and the emotes and everything. And then that's when you get to participate in the fate where you had to cheer your favorite uh, a songbird on. And you would fill I think you had to fill a gauge.
3: Yeah, you had and to
0: know, fill that's, a gauge. And that was
1: how you would complete it was uh by dancing in sync to the characters so that was pretty cool.
0: I miss the songbirds. I
1: right. want to yeah, come back. Well, they were actually they're actually uh so they even they even make mention in 2019. So during the flower crown episode uh, the flower crown pass out uh they got flower crowns from you and you were able to talk to them and they said yes, I know we're not the main event, but we still wanted to help out. And so they take fla- they're actually grabbing flower crowns and helping pass it out as well. Aww, so they're there. So it's just they, they acknowledge that they're not the main event, but they still want to help because it this event is what got them renowned. Uh, this is what's got them famous. So they're like out. To, they're still here. And they're even in the current event now in 2020. You can. Uh, they're one of the characters that respond to the letters. You can get them to visit the children in the hospital. So... It's pretty awesome. I they're still here. They're real good. Real good uh <laughs> characters. Um wasn't too happy about Narumi saying something about being worried not seeing the character again. I, I took that as like maximum. Like, what do you know? I'm like, what do you know? Like <laughs> what you saying? And um
0: Squinty eye.
1: Oh, but like, see, and it's it uh this is really hard to try to contain just a small amount of text, but here the side quest, Untended Dreams. I cried so hard to that quest. I, I, That was one of those quests that got me really, really in my feels. Uh, it was too much. It was really powerful. The whole, yeah, you little girl's lost. She's trying to find her jewelry. She tells you, it makes you draw, and she's like, I know it's somewhere here. You go outside, you find the jewelry. Strangely enough, the jewelry's rusted, and it's been there for a long time. You can tell just by picking it up. You're like, huh, this is weird. And then you go back to the girl, and she says, take it to this person in Crescent Grove, trust me. And you go back to Crescent Grove, and you hand the jewelry, and the guy reveals that that girl was his aunt, who, during a Little Ladies Day event, back in the day before they hired Seneschals, there was actually a, a scandal going around where people would dress up as Seneschals and then take little ladies away and kidnap them. And so they that's why they, they had to... Yeah, it's super sad. And she was one of those young young girls that got caught up in the she wanted to participate so badly in Little Ladies' Day and then she got kidnapped and that was the last everyone heard from her. And yeah, it hurts. Oh yeah, that
0: one was rough. And it was one of the things like I was just screaming at the computer like I demand an investigation
1: now. Yeah, I know, like and, and that's the thing cuz they they got rid That's why they all the Seneschals are like professionals now because they stopped letting people randomly dress up. They realized that that was bad because that's what that was causing that yeah. people, bad people would dress yeah. up as Seneschals. <laughs> so it was just like uh but you know, it was really it what was really sweet is that she's going on about how, you know, I wish I had a chance to celebrate little ladies day. And I know, you know, I know it's too late for me, but... And then you... You get on your knees! Your character gets you on, get their down on knees your knees in front of... Uh, and make, uh, the, yeah, and make the promise to be your Seneschal for the day. And, uh... Oh, gonna, oh, yeah. that's, what that's, what that's what sends her home. That's what sends her home. That's what sends her spirit to rest. And I'm just like, ah!
0: <laughs> and out of Why all, all of the quests... Out of all of the quests that they've done, that was, like, the one that they did not have a follow-up on. And I just... I have to imagine a lot of go. people got very emotional about that one.
1: It it, it really it, was a it roller really coaster. did affect me. It oh was yeah. It,
0: it did me too. I mean, it was it was both uncomfortable and like incredibly sweet at the same time.
1: Mhm. There, it was cry. really don't well cry. done. It wasn't, I mean, the dark the dark telling was there, but it was not so emphasized to the point where it would ruin the sweetness of the ending of being able to send her spirit to rest by making the promise to serve her. Like that, that was fantastic. That was one of those really nice gems of the game that just, I mean, makes me really hope that Final Fantasy sticks around for a very long time. I won, right. I want 14 to stick around a while for things like that. Simple, small quests like that. It's just powerful writing. And, um, okay, so we got 2017 was when the songbirds were missing. You had to go find them and get their outfits made. And then you got their outfits and re- as a result and the emotes, the songbird emotes. So that was pretty cool. More, more songbirds lore, if anything. It gave you a chance to interact right. with the three girls more. Uh, 2016 was their debut. Um, that was when they first started up. They so I found this out actually when I was doing research for the show that their attempt they were actually trying to fill the void left behind by the songstress of Ul'dah, who is yeah, Flamine, who's Menphilia's adopted mother. And I was like, oh, oh, that nice tie-in. Like I didn't realize that that connects so like deeply into the Ul'dah history. And then of course MSQ as a whole because you meet Flamine, you meet. You know, and you read all about, like, we actually just got in uh, 5.1, a quest that has you talk to Flamine about Minfilia and what happened to her on the first. And that was, it's just a nice little, uh, all these, like, all-around connections. Um, you know, they have small renown. The quest was really interesting because what it let you do was to pass flyers around. And as the, as the data centers pass the flyers around, it would increase the renown of the songbirds. So you would see the text change based on how well people knew them. And so in the very beginning, it was like, who's the songbirds? But by the end of the event, everyone was like, I love the songbirds. They're the so best. Hype. And it was really cool because you contributed to that development. And that's why they that's why they love you so much. Like, every time they get to see you, they're like, oh, it's the Warrior Light. Thanks. Because you were actually behind promoting their career. So I think that's really cool. Um, we got... Uh, all right, let's see if let me see if I can try to go through the others faster. <laughs> the speed Speedrun, two thousand fifteen, a thorny relationship. Uh, father's trying to make uh, dolls for his daughter, but he demands the exact perfect replicas of the dolls. He doesn't want any fake ones. So he makes you dig for the original dolls from the Thorn dynasty. <laughs> oh my God and uh, makes you repair them and then you can turn those in only to find out his daughter wanted to work on the dolls with him instead of have him do the whole thing by himself and it was this really sweet moment of miscommunication between family members that everyone's very familiar with you know oh yeah (laughs)
0: that that's extremely relevant there yeah
1: yeah so so that was really that was right on the nose right there that father-daughter uh try to talk to each other thing and then you're like ah like (laughs) that was really cool um 2014 was a ongoing contest in the realm for goldsmiths and merchants to create or fund the creation of the most accurate Ediva doll or Edvia. Edvia, that's her name. So, the ed- Princess Edvia, who's the story of the lady in the mention of the Legend of the Lost Lady, uh, they want to make a doll. And so, uh, the guild master, the, gold- the goldsmith's guild, Serendipity, she's worried that everyone is not taking Little Ladies Day seriously. They're too focused on this contest. So she's like, I'm going to have you go around and spread the meaning of the the holiday. And so you get to carry around a wind up uh, Edvia doll. And so I, I I didn't do this event, but I was reading about the mechanics and I thought it was really funny. So apparently if you logged out, the doll would disappear and you would have to go back to the guild to get it. And you would have to confess that you lost the doll. To the Guild master I
3: hate this, that. In,
1: this insanely <laughs> expensive creation. You just... So, so I didn't
3: to, misplace. Mean to lose it. I just wanted to log out. Let me I know that's the, thing.
1: That, that's the thing. So you can't. You couldn't have done this event at night. Because if you logged out while you had the doll out, the doll would disappear and you would have to go retrieve it again. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs>
0: oh, that is a serious troll
1: right there. It was really funny. Yeah, it was a big troll. Because, like, yeah... <laughs> And it's like it's a double tiered question. So you have to be like you go to talk to the guildmaster, and she goes, oh, I'm so excited to hear about your progress. And you're like, um, about that. And you have to choose whether or not to tell her that you lost the doll. So it's not just an Im- Im- immediate assumption. You have to press yes or no to tell her and then get the doll back. <laughs> and so it's like oh man
0: see I would have been like I didn't really lose the doll obviously <laughs> the doll came to life and it walked away it wandered off by mm. itself it's haunted not my fault
1: <laughs> yeah well and that's what's really funny because so each city states a different quest you pass out different items as a result um, you pass out blossoms in Gridania uh, you spread confetti in Limsa and then you dance in front of people in old law to spread the story of Little Lady's Day and so strange enough, as you're going through these quests, the doll deteriorates and you come to find out that she was regret she was uh, slowly dreading parting with you because I guess throughout all the adventures the doll had gone with you she got attached so she wanted to stay with you and so she started to shut down as a result. And so they restore her to full functioning. So they so they end up finding out that she wants to stay with you. So they jump. They 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 bre- they uh, drop their contest entry so the doll can go with you instead. Aww. Really cute. Really really cute. That is,
3: that cute.
1: is so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just the 2012 and 2011. I did some research on it. I couldn't find many details. Really obscure details. Not very many websites about those because those are our, that's the first year of uh 2.0 and then the last year of 1.0 events i don't have any stories on those if anyone has anything to share about Um, those 2011
0: 2011. 2012 Uh, no i don't i'm sorry
1: yeah it's no it's that's the thing it's just it's so it's so back then you know i it it looked pretty interesting i saw something about celebratory bells and i saw something about um uh the peach blossoms that's where they actually originate was the 1.0 quest and then they let you get the same 1.0 item in 2.0 if you missed it last year so that was pretty cool
3: Nice
1: Yeah so uh real quick while we're wrapping up the episode did any uh what what do you what do you think is your favorite of these events or at least the one that stood out to you the most which year
0: Um as much as I love the songbirds it's probably
2: going to have to be the ghost that was definitely yeah. my favorite Mm-hmm. I, as somebody who hasn't played a single one of those events and was just listening to you tell them all, because I had no opinions, because I'd never. Tell them, <laughs> I'm going to agree honestly because I'm a yeah, real big sucker for like the this is the ghost of a child and you're helping her move on because I feel like I see that a lot mm-hmm. in in like Japanese media and I feel like that's probably due a, a lot to, to, the, to the very spiritual nature of shinto and a lot of their superstitions in japanese culture and it's interesting to see that repeated but i yeah i'm a sucker for those kinds of sappy things like that
1: (laughs) it was i i will not lie how i cried a sufficient amount when i saw my character (laughs) The moment my character kneeled, it's like I knew what was going to happen, but I didn't like feel it. And as soon as I saw that happen, I just I just start tearing up, and I'm just like reading the text, and I'm tearing up, and it's so Aww. oh, it was powerful. It was really really cool to see that. How about you, Enki?
3: It's the, it's the same for me. I think that's an across Go the story. board win because it was so powerful and so sweet, and it like. Like you said, Ari, it's it's got those ties back to Shinto traditions, to Japanese mm-hmm. folklore about moving spirits mm-hmm. on. And, you know, as someone who really likes Japanese horror movies, and there's a lot of spirits in those that are real angry, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is... That's a
1: this nice is non-angry a, spirit. This,
3: <laughs> this is a nice non-angry spirit, and, like kneeling down in front of her and saying you know i will be your seneschal." i was like i'm dead deceased yep. like, this is destroy- <laughs> this is, this i would this say also
2: that one really also hits home because i have um, an aunt who's a huge activist in um this might be triggering for people listening so fair warning in mm-hmm. um human trafficking and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff for young women and adult young women and girls mm-hmm. um she used to work with an work with or an organization that Dealt with a lot of victims of that stuff, so that story and knowing like a lot of the things that I know around that, like hearing that whole thing with the fake Santa and all of that stuff, that was like, oh, it really like got to me. Yeah, <laughs> and it was interesting to think, think about. Look. Like, I'm sure that wasn't entirely Se's intention, but seeing that kind of rep- that danger represented in there and having like a nice story come out of it was really mm-hmm. sweet. So you
1: take into consideration. Agreed. It is a girl's day. It's an event that's meant to honor women, and that's one of the mm-hmm. things we have to be aware of—is this danger that happens yeah. to women? And so, as painful and as dark as it feels and seems, we have to be aware of it and understand that that's just something that revolves in that world. Yeah. And you know, the more be we vigilant. do to prevent it, yeah, the more we do to prevent it, the more we do to keep our eye out. I think that's what Essie wants. It's just, hey, look around. You know, if you see things that don't seem right, don't feel she bad about reporting it. Don't feel. Yeah. Yeah. See it, say it. They don't, they don't try to get you in trouble when they ask you that. They want you to be able to help save somebody. You know, you don't know how far your report would go. So I think that's what sc wants to. It's just, you know, this is Girls' Day. This is a day where we honor women, but this is also something that happens to our women, and we need to stop it. You know,
3: let's let's help and keep the ladies smiling, people. Yes, yes. Yeah, bring, bring joy. Bring every
1: little Ladies' Day face. <laughs> yes, yes. Precisely. That's that's where I'm going with that love it. So, uh right before we close the episode, um we got a few just small bit, you know, want to if anyone wants to dedicate this time now to any special lady in their life, you know, uh mothers, oh. uh sisters, any 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 person like that, you know. I definitely I definitely have to say I appreciate my mom. She did so much for me when I was growing up and, you know, even now just, just a lot of things I think about about my mom it it just really it really helps out with my life and you know it's it's nice to have a day to honor women because you know i think about my mom i think about my sisters i think about everything they did for me and then you know now with my girlfriend you know i she she does so much for me too so you know she's my princess so i do everything i can to help her out and you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm just, just saying, I'm just saying i'm just it's saying a it's a reflex it's a reflex i'm sorry I'm no just
2: you're it's... fine no it's a reflex i make fun of my friends all the time okay. so i apologize for ruining <laughs> okay. your sentiment okay. but
1: <laughs> i just i just oh, it's, the
3: shade. It's, it's, glorious. A
1: nice it's a nice day i love lilies it is.
2: it is i great. love
1: i love these 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 past couple of weeks we've had the opportunity to honor women with visible women the hashtag on twitter we've been able to have international women's day it was a couple of days ago And so it's just a really nice time to be able to thinking about that support we have in our lives that, you know, despite differences in appearance and things like that, everyone contributes so well. And we have to honor that those contributions. So anyone else have any want to give any dedications?
3: I want to give big love to to my mom, to my stepsisters, to my sisters, to my mother-in-law and my stepmother, because they all they've all forged me in some way. They've all touched <laughs> my life in some way, and you know what? I wanna, I wanna give, I wanna give some love to you two right here in the podcast because oh, you know, oh. I I just met you, oh. but you're adorable. I wanna give you a big old hug, and oh. this is Ladies <laughs> Day, and you are you are a princess no matter how old you are. Or how well I know you, and Dylan. How long have I known you, baby? How long? <laughs> Probably too long. <laughs> There's
0: some blackmail material in there.
1: that oh, we like,
3: won't talk about. there She can. De- she can destroy me, guys. But for that reason, I, I, I gotta, I gotta give you some love today because you, you are, you are my girl, my lead-in lady. I love you so much. Oh, thank no. you. <laughs> I'm done <dead> now. <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, of course, everybody here, and Anki, who's definitely one of my best friends, and I've enjoyed all of my time playing with you. However, as far as to give my um, my props to every other female who has ever gamed, especially in the last 20 years, yeah. because Woof, yes. yeah. starting out, it Absolutely. wasn't pretty. 100%. And, you know, especially all the women who are actually, you know, becoming game developers and, you know, leaders in the industry. It's it's not been an easy road. And, you know, one of the people who actually wrote or the main writer who wrote Shadowbringers, which is a story that we really love, was a woman in the industry. So yes, kind of like, she was. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, as
1: far as, nice. she, yeah,
3: she,
0: she gets my admiration, my props there. Power.
1: That 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 standing ovation she got is like a shared sentiment Just, across um, the world. That was mm-hmm. well deserved. She, oh man, that was so nice to see.
3: The oh, yeah. environment can be toxic, guys. Like we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta appreciate that. Like, yeah, I, I agree, Kit and uh, no, Dylan. Like, big love
2: to the women <laughs> in game development. I need to oh, get yeah. out of that habit. Cut that.
1: Monka. Yeah, we go. We got that. <laughs> Ari, did you want to?
2: Um, I mean, the thing is, so my mother has three sisters. Um. And I have a lot of cousins that are all female <laughs> as well, except for one. Um, so there are a lot of women in my family that are all strong, incredibly independent women that I could give a lot of thanks to. But I I mean, I talk to my mom a lot, I talk to my I live with my grandma, I talk to her every day and tell her how I'm grateful. So a mm-hmm. shout out to them as well. But recently that I got to say that D and D party that I mentioned, there are some friends of mine I've been getting to know through FF and over the last few months. And it's a, except for one of them, it's a group of all women. Um, And they have been supporting me through a lot of stuff that's been going on through the last few months and everything. And it's been really awesome to have them in my life, giving me that support and being incredible, not just with me, but with each other and with the world too. And I just, I don't know. I'm just very grateful for them. And I, I try to do my best every day to remind them too, that they are also princesses worthy of love and kindness and that they need to show that not just to the world, but to themselves too. Y'all awesome. people are adorable.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I definitely love all the points I've been brought up today. and these dedications and just one final dedication to all of our listeners out there, all the princesses listening to our podcast. We really appreciate yes. all the, whether you were
2: time. born a princess yes. or realized later on that you needed yeah, to become one. Definitely. Oh, yes,
1: Definitely. We, we appreciate your support of our uh, podcast and the time that you give to us. And so unfortunately it's that time. Once again, you got to close everything out and uh, part our ways till the next week. We hope the, very best for all of our our uh, princesses and seneschals today so uh, hope to see you next week and have a wonderful eve
2: bye guys
0: bye, bye. Aether Stream is part of Aether Flow Media a community based project with a focus on Final Fantasy 14. aside from this podcast we produce web content and our magazine Aether Flow and if you like what you see and hear consider joining our Patreon which you can find at patreon.com slash Aether Media All funds go towards providing you with the best possible content that we can create.